Leveling up. Extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up. Hello and welcome to the Leveling Up Podcast with me, George Swift. The Leveling Up Podcast is here to give you the personal development, the entrepreneurial development and the business growth that you, the ambitious business owner, desires. I'm here to give you the inspiration, the motivation, but most importantly, to drive your aspirations to take you and your business to the next level. Don't forget, subscribe to this podcast and never miss an episode. In today's episode, I want to talk to you about relevance and how relevance is going to be king in terms of how you survive, how you thrive in the economy as it is unfolding before us. In a downward economy, the rules for success are the same as in an upward economy. The difference is that in an upward economy, a strong economy, in a booming economy, you get away with more. In a really strong economy like we've had for a number of years now, you can get away with murder as a small business owner. The truth matter is, as we go into tougher times, and that is looking increasingly inevitable, then the rules of success are doubly important, maybe even 10 times as important as they were. And one of the rules for success in business is you must be relevant. You must be relevant to your clients. I've just come off a webinar where I was speaking alongside Ian Mitchell of BGI and Rob Goddard of Evolution CBS, where we were talking about this concept of relevance and becoming relevant and making sure you are relevant. And Ian was talking about, you know, do you matter? You know, that's a harsh question. I said it's quite an existential one as well. You know, it will keep you up late at night sometimes. Do I matter? Do, you know, do my products matter? Does what I do actually matter in the marketplace? Does it matter to my clients, my potential clients? Does it matter to the market? And, you know, when everyone's got more money in their pocket than they need, then people will frivolously spend that money on other things, right? They'll have a punt, they'll have a play, you know, as they meet their immediate needs and they meet their high top level desires, then they'll start, you know, inverted commas, wasting some money or, you know, just spending money on things that aren't as important to them. And in a downward economy, in a tough economy where maybe your clients don't have the money that they used to have and you're expecting your clients to have, you may find yourself much lower on their list of priorities than you would want to be. And one of the ways that you rise to the top of their priorities is you have to be of significance to your audience. You have to be of significance to your client. What you do has to really matter. You know, it needs to be meaningful. It doesn't need to be deep and meaningful. I always say this. It doesn't have to be, you know, curing cancer or starvation. It doesn't have to be deep and meaningful. But what you do must be meaningful to your client base. It must be either highly desirable to your client base, highly, highly, truly desirable, or it must be absolutely mission critical. People will always find money for mission critical. You know, the last thing people will scrimp on will be maybe their mortgage or food or their heating. But, you know, the holiday, that might go. It might be that the nice handbags go, the nice haircuts go. It might be the takeaways go. So there'll be a list, and every human being has this. There's a list of priorities and they'll have their number one top priority, the last thing that they'll sacrifice, and then it will go down this long list, right? And if you're lower down on their list of priorities, then you are obviously going to get cut. Your funding's going to get cut. You know, the business, the trade that you were used to doing with your audience, it's going to get cut first. So it's absolutely essential that you 
are fundamentally relevant to your audience, to your customer base, to your prospects, to your potential clients. It's absolutely mission critical, okay, that you become relevant because relevance is going to become king. If you're not relevant to your audience, then you're not going to get the money. It's as simple as that. If you're a bit relevant, you might have a shot. If you're super relevant, then you're going to be in with a really good shout. And if you are mission critical to your client's mission criticals, then you absolutely are going to be okay, right? You'll be the last thing that they give up on. Now, on this webinar, I said, you know, you can't expect your prospects, you can't expect your clients to necessarily understand the mission critical nature of what you do in regards or with regards to their mission critical outcomes that they're working towards. Because again, in a booming economy, they may be doing business with you under the pretense of uh, an idea or concept that maybe isn't the right one. So for example, let's say you're a business coach and let's say that your client is doing business with you under the pretense that they want to massively grow their business, right? And then, you know, the shitstorm hits, we go into a recession, they're talking about a second Great Depression in America. So you can imagine that people might be thinking, well, you know, I've just got to survive right now. I've just got to survive. I've just got to dig in. I've just got to try and find some way. I've got to cut back. I've got to, you know, save my money. I've got to make sure that I'm spending my money in the right areas. And of course, that's exactly what people are going to do. And if you've been hired as a business coach, for example, to grow someone's business, and they no longer see that as relevant to them, because they can't see how they could possibly grow in this economy, you potentially are going to have your funding cut, you're going to lose a client, because what matters to them, you know, is different to what mattered when they hired you, and you'll be sitting there thinking, but I could have helped them. But your job is to make sure that your clients understand that. So your job is to make sure of understanding what is your relevance to the market, but also what's your relevance to individual clients. So if an individual client hired you as a coach to grow their business, but they see no opportunity to grow their business right now, and they've changed their tact into one of survival and downscaling, and they see you as the growth expert, suddenly they think that you're no longer relevant to what it is they're trying to achieve. But as a business coach, you may be like mission critical to that survival. So you may need to adapt. You may need to re-engineer your positioning with that client or with the market as a whole so that people can see how you are relevant in a new market, which isn't necessarily the same market that you are used to to dealing with, that you're not used to positioning yourself within, marketing within, communicating within. So if you can continue to communicate in certain ways that aren't relevant anymore, you'll become obsolete, you'll become irrelevant, even though what you do is relevant. So I'm a big fan, I've been saying this for the last three months, I don't think you should necessarily you know, completely pivot your business, I don't think you should re-engineer your business from the ground up and suddenly you know, take your business online and change what you do and you know, I keep saying this, you know, there's certain things you're going to have to do to maintain your ability to continue to do business given the situation that we find ourselves in right now. I truly believe it's possible for many businesses to not have to re-engineer too much of their business in order to become relevant. I truly believe that the first place that businesses have to look, especially small businesses and especially those service-based businesses, is they have to look at how their clients' needs have changed and how their desires and wants have changed and how their priorities have changed. And if their priorities haven't changed, 
just where you currently sit in that list of priorities. Uh, these are all things I think you have to evaluate and reevaluate. And I do believe that many businesses are going to be able to continue to fundamentally do and serve and, and support their customers in exactly the same way with a little bit of re-engineering, maybe to take certain things online and to fall in line with government guidelines around health and safety. And there'll be some tweaks that we have to do for sure. And there may be some big re-engineering we need to do in terms of delivering online as opposed to offline. But fundamentally, I do believe that many business owners will still be able to do what they've been doing and what they've been succeeding at for the past, you know, five years, 10 years. But I do believe a big chunk of the re-engineering process is going to be to re-engineer your positioning with your marketplace, with your current clients even, to look at how you're relevant, to look at how you're mission critical for their mission critical, to understand how your clients' mission criticals have changed and how you need to adapt your communication and your messaging to your client, even if you don't change the offering itself. A business coach can help a business grow. They can also absolutely help a business sustain itself and they can absolutely help a business survive. And if the absolute number one mission critical for a business is to just stay afloat during this time, then why would they spend, you know, a grand a month, 500 pound a month, I don't know, two grand a month on a high flying business coach that sold them on, I can two times your business, five times your business, 10 times, a hundred times your business. Why would they spend on that? Because that's no longer relevant to them. So you have to adapt yourself potentially. Now, I'm not saying that if you are a coach that gets big growth for your clients, this is how we position ourselves. I'm not saying you would completely do a reverse take on that and say, we're the place where you come to if you don't want to die. But I'm just saying, bring it into your positioning, bring it into your messaging, bring that into what you're doing. Let your audience know that you're relevant. Don't wait for your audience to see that you're relevant to their new mission critical or to their new needs or to their new focus. Make sure that you're communicating that out there in a way that you can demonstrate and show and communicate to your audience and educate your audience so that they understand how relevant you are to where they're at right now. So it's always important in marketing and communication to meet your client where they're at. It's always been important. And where your client is right now could be a very different place to where they were just a few months ago. And maybe you've been trying to do business the old way for the past three months. Maybe you've sat in your hands a little bit and think, well, I'll wait for the market to open up. And suddenly we find ourselves staring down the barrel of a depression, of a huge global recession. And suddenly you're thinking, I can't sit on my hands anymore, which you should be, by the way. I need to get going, which you should be, by the way. And then you're thinking, right, you know, the product I do, let's say it's a luxury product. And you're like, oh my God, you know, it's a luxury product. How is this relevant to someone who's really struggling? Well, it might not be to your old audience, but it might be to a new audience. There'll be people out there, for example, where they'll cut back on takeaways and they'll cut back on going out and eating out, but they won't cut back on some niceties at home that let them feel like they're still being pampered. They still feel like they're, inverted commas, you know, living a normal life. So it might be, for example, that they might cancel their gym membership, but it might be that they then invest in a home gym. If you were a gym, you'd sit back and you might think, I hope you wouldn't, which is, well, this is the nature of the business right now. People don't want to be in gyms. People don't want to spend 100 quid, 80 quid, 40 quid, 50 quid, whatever it might be for a gym membership. And then you find out your client base is spending hundreds of pounds to set up home gyms. And you're like, well, hang on, we're still relevant. People want to be fit. People want to be healthy. But there's a price barrier there. People 
joined that gym because it was a luxury item. They didn't join it because they wanted to get fit per se, because they could do that running out on the streets at the front of their house for the price of a pair of trainers. They joined for something else. They joined for the scene. They joined for the social interaction. And suddenly those things might fall much lower on their list. But actually keeping fit and being healthy might still be in their top one, two, three things. And therefore the gyms missed a massive opportunity of educating, re-educating, of positioning themselves as still being mission critical in that mission critical. Because they might still communicate the idea that we're a luxury, that we're an item that is a nice to have rather than an absolute essential to have. And actually, you could still be absolutely mission critical to their mission critical, but the audience just hasn't seen it because they bought for a different reason. You know, people might stop going to restaurants, but they'll up their takeaways, which means people still want to have food prepared for them. They still want to have a special experience around food, around mealtime, and maybe the restaurants missed a massive opportunity to understand that actually, you know, they are still really mission critical to that family experience, but they're still positioning themselves in a different way as a luxury night out. I know many people, you know, in a recession that will not scrimp on haircuts, you know, for the price of what, 50 quid, maybe 100 quid a month or every six weeks for a haircut. And it's like, you know what, we'll cut back on the skiing holiday, we'll cut back on the cars, we'll cut back on, you know, the meals out, but I'm not getting rid of my haircut. Does this make sense? But if the hairdresser is positioning themselves as a luxury item, just as it always was, come and get your haircut, blah, blah, blah. It's unlikely that the audience is going to be able to see directly that, that relevance. And it's just going to be down to whether you get lucky or not that your audience does still see you or perceive you as being super relevant to their life. For example, I'm a member of a gym. It's a chain. It's not a cheap chain. It's one of the more expensive chains. And I joined this gym, not for the gym. I joined this gym because I wanted the space to work. I wanted to get out of the house. So, you know, me, myself, Tracy, my partner in life and in business, we work from home. And I wanted somewhere where I could get out and clear my head. They have really terrible phone service there and the Wi-Fi is not great. And it was somewhere I could go and I could write and I could work on the books and I could work on content. And, you know, whilst I was there, I would go and do the gym or whilst I was there, I'd go and uh, have a swim or maybe I'd work for a good few hours, have lunch there, then go to the gym and then do a bit more work. And then I might go and, you know, sit in the spa for a while afterwards, a little treat at the end of the day. So I joined the gym for a very specific set of reasons that are still super relevant to me right now. But there are many people that joined the gym because they wanted to get fit. They joined the gym because they wanted access to the gym. And these people might be the people that reevaluate how important the gym is in their life for 100 quid, 120 quid a month. They might reevaluate that. They might be forced to reevaluate how important that gym is to their life. So it might be that you have to communicate to your current gym members about how you're so much more than the gym or the pool. Or it might be that you have to go out and target a potentially a new audience that sees the value in the things that you now offer that maybe they weren't your target audience before because you thought you were a gym and therefore you were there for people to get fit in. There's a whole bunch of people now working from home that have never worked from home before. And they might be working from home for the foreseeable future. I know many businesses that are considering never going back to offices. Now, for many people, this has been a great experience. For many people, they've enjoyed being at home, working from home. They've enjoyed having their family around them, their flexibility. They've loved it. They've loved not having the commute. But equally, I know many people where they are pulling their hair out. They want to get to the office. They want to get out the house. 
You know, they go stir crazy being locked in, working from a back office or from a converted shed in the garden, and they can't bear the current situation. So now my circumstances become relevant to them. Suddenly you've got people who are working from home that might have an office at home, but actually still want to get out and going to a coffee shop and sitting in a noisy coffee shop for, you know, an hour might be one way, but really you want to get your head down and maybe spend half a day out of the office. Now this gym becomes potentially, you know, a really great place to go and work whilst also you still get to have the bonus of the gym and the pool. I've said this before many times, which is my gym's a really expensive gym, but it's a really cheap workspace and you get a gym and a pool and a spa for free. That's how I see it. The gym, the spa and the pool are free. I go there because I want somebody to clear my head to get out where I can sit there for you know anything from two hours to four hours to an entire day. No one questions me. They serve great food and I get to have that quiet space I'm around people, so I get to be in the proximity of people, which you might miss out at at home, but you're not being interrupted and you're in a peaceful working environment. And whilst you're there, you get to hit the pool, you get to hit the spa, you get to hit the gym. Now, if you are a gym owner, I'm not saying you have to go and do a complete pivot on this. What I'm just trying to show you as an example, and I want you to apply this in your own business, is don't make assumptions as to why people are currently buying your product or buying your services and then continue to try and sell them in the way that you were because you may no longer be relevant. You might not be relevant to your current customers and you certainly might not be relevant to new customers. To maximize your current relevance in the current marketplace to your current clients and your current client base, you really need to ask yourself some serious questions. You need to ask yourself, do you matter? Does what I do actually matter? You have to ask yourself, what is it that my clients need right now, truly need? What's my client's mission critical? What's my prospect's mission critical outcome? How am I relevant to that outcome? Once you start to put these pieces together, you start to truly understand where your client's at, what's important to your client right now, how that might be changing significantly right now and certainly over the next three to six months, and then looking at how you are relevant to that, how you matter to those priorities, to that mission critical outcome that your clients are going for, then you can start to re-engineer your positioning and your marketing and your messaging so that you can remain relevant to your client, not because you weren't relevant, because what you did, just like the business coach, is relevant, but what happens is your client now sees you as relevant. And we can't wait for our client to get it. We can't wait for the market to understand our relevance. We have to get out there and educate the marketplace, consult in the marketplace, You have to go out there and communicate in the marketplace. You have to consult and educate your current clients, your prospects of how you are relevant to them, how you matter to them, how what you're doing is important to them. If you can do that, I truly believe that not only will you survive the current turbulent times, but you also have a massive opportunity here to thrive. There are opportunities in all economies, upward economies, downward economies, and whatever the hell this is that we're going through right now. There are opportunities out there. I don't believe that most businesses will need to completely re-engineer themselves from the ground up. I truly believe that most of you will be able to stay relevant to your target market doing what it is that you currently do by making a few tweaks in how you deliver that and maybe making some tweaks in how you communicate it to your audience so that your audience understands how relevant you are to them. 
Okay, thank you for listening once again. As I always say, I do not take it lightly that you've chosen to spend this 20 minutes with me. I know there are many people out there right now, many things, many pressing issues that are calling upon your time, your energy, your resources right now. And therefore, I'm always committed to making the time you spend with me as valuable as possible. Don't forget to subscribe. I produce episodes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And I'm talking to you, the small business owner, the small ambitious business owner that wants to take themselves and their business to the next level. You really can. However, do not underestimate how tough things might get for you, for us as a community out there. And therefore, it's never been more important that we support each other, that we come together and help each other through these turbulent times. And that's my commitment to you. If you are a five-figure business, you haven't yet hit 100K in turnover, and you want to know what's it going to take to hit 100K or more in the next 12 months or less, even considering the market as it is right now, the economic landscape as it is right now, don't forget, get yourself on the six-figure fast track. You can find that at biggerbrighterbolder.co.uk forward slash fast track. And I take you through the mindset elements, the business modeling, and I take you through the day-to-day methodology that you need to have in place in order to take your business to 100K or more in the next 12 months or less. Yes, we are in a downward economy. Yes, we are staring down the barrel of a recession. However, the rules, as I said right at the beginning of this episode, the rules for success are exactly the same. It's just never been more important to apply them. So the rules of Six Figure Fast Track are still utterly relevant to you right now. You need to make sure you've got the right mindset, the right business model, and the right data methodologies that are going to continue to help you grow your business. Get yourself on the Six Figure Fast Track. I will see you next time. Until then, as always, be successful. Leveling up. Extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up.